Good evening, good afternoon, good morning. I always say the time, Andre. I want to get out of that habit. Whatever time it is in the earbuds, in your headphones, in your car radios, in your computer speakers, or over the uh, public address system at the penitentiary, we want to say welcome to episode 16. That's right, Andre. I know it's uh, pretty amazing of debugging the darkness. And we are a podcast outreach of Christian Tech Center Ministries. A 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to helping any and all with computers and technology. I am Doug Bonnet, Andre's sidekick. Uh, let's see, what else is the uh, co host? And you'll love this one, Andre, because you're not going to have any idea who these guys are. I'll be Millie to your vanilla. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, do you know what button to press on that when we get to it? All right. Oh. <laughs> All right. Without your further ado, this is my good friend, the executive director at Christian Tech Center Ministry. Look at that. Two outstanding O's. Yes, indeed. And happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. That's right. And of course, if you want to find out who wins the television, skip to minute number 29. But if Whoa. you do that, you're Easy. going to Easy really miss out on the great discussion that we have today. Yeah, you don't want to miss out on that discussion, by the way. Yes, yeah, so of course we're going to be talking about a lot of exciting stuff that's been happening, mm. a lot of exciting stuff that's still to happen. It's always exciting stuff, and we're coming to you, by the way, from the Family Fun Studios in Mellifluous, Longwood, Florida, and don't ask me to define that. I Strongwood. Did... Strongwood, that's right. <laughs> but it is Mellifluous, I think. All right, so Andre... Catch us up. What in the world have we missed out on these last couple of weeks? Well, uh, right after we did our last show, that very next day, we had our first uh, computer class with the Christian Sharing Center. Oh, nice. And uh, part of their Project Rise Workforce Development Cohort. And it was one of the largest and one of the most engaged classes that we've had. Uh, people took in a lot of valuable information on the essentials of using computers and technology. Right. And uh, so as it be continues to to reach people and as we continue to be able to help people empower them to elevate themselves to success mm -hmm. um it just shows how god is really moving sure that, uh, he uses what we do as a means not only to glorify him but to be able to uplift our community and that's one of the greatest joys in the world doug absolutely to be able to make a difference and the interesting thing is that the sharing center started in 1986 of a cohort, a group of 17 different church leaders all coming to recognize the importance of being able to help those in need in our community and to be able to be directly affiliated and integrated with their programs. It's uh, truly a blessing to be able to do that. And it's, it's amazing too, Andre, that as you present to the Lord whatever talent, whatever uh, skill, um, spiritual gift, treasure what in, in time as we present that to the lord and say hey lord here it is do with it with as you wish that's exactly what he's going to do he's going to redeem our offering and make so much more of it than we possibly could by ourselves so i i love that you pointed out the community aspect of uh, getting this ministry started absolutely and something else that was really beautiful that i got to experience at lake mary church my home church, uh, there was a conference that we recently had called the Next Gen Conference. And it was on Thursday the 9th, Friday the 10th, and Saturday the 11th. 
And it was a conference centered not only on young professionals, but also on the Arabic world and the mm. Middle Eastern nations. And uh, a lot of stuff going on over there these days, Andre. Yeah. And so it's so beautiful when you, as a follower of Christ, are able to come together. And there's people coming from so many different states, people coming from Canada, people from Jordan, Morocco, and other countries from all around the world coming right here into Lake Mary, Florida to worship. I mean, it's a beautiful thing where you have someone like me, a Jew who came to know Jesus, worshiping side by side with a Palestinian who came to know Jesus, and people from all diverse backgrounds and cultures. This is what it truly means to be a spiritual family. This is what it means to be a body of Christ, to be able to love one another, regardless of individual differences, regardless of background, that it that just seeing bond and everyone just socializing and be so friendly and open and meeting each other and building relationships that will potentially last a lifetime. Sure. I, I mean, I just have to give props to Pastor Ferris Abraham for putting that all together. I mean, it was one of the most He's probably a things. listener. Shout out to you, Ferris Abraham. What, what? Yes, indeed. Was that a shout out? I don't know what that was. Yes, indeed. Pretend that didn't happen, Andre. Well, we can't do that because that was recorded. Oh, so. man. So, uh, but uh, not, needless to say, it's just truly a blessing, everything that he's starting to do and helping to engage culture in the community. And that's one of the most important things. And uh, Dr. Steve Merle and Dr. Rice Brooks and, of course, Pastor Shai, they, they all gave some really powerful messages, powerful testimonies and experiences and uh, I hope that this continues to be a strong, growing tradition sure. to target and reach the next generation and help, especially young professionals have historically been an underrepresented demographic when it comes to uh, uh, church-based events, that there's a lot of focus on high school and college. So, I mean, of course, it's definitely really grateful that there was something that was specifically targeting my demographic and a lot of others that really haven't had that direct engagement but speaking of high school oh well here's a segue that is going to blow your minds everybody um speak wait wait a minute let me set you up <laughs> speaking of high school andre what do you got over there buddy oh. <laughs> i would never go to a high school that had that person <laughs> effect um well um, that was horrible by the way yes well um i had the opportunity to give my very first teach-in at Seminole High School. I saw that on the interweb. Now, are you a uh, an attendee of Seminole High School? No, I am not actually. I actually went to Crooms myself where I got my certification See uh, before that? I switched to good online. Good thing you went to there. But uh, indeed, it's there. there's a lot of good, a lot of bad, and sadly a lot of ugly from the experience. The good <laughs> oh, thing... and I can't wait to hear Well, the good was really... Like the teachers, the students, the way that they really engaged and how friendly and open and welcoming oh, well, that's, to me. That's great. I would the call that great. Yeah, for the opportunity to be able to do something like this on sure. a campus. I had most of the experience did, was pretty I'm wonderful. sorry, Andre. How did this come to be? Well, Seminole County Schools has a program called Teach-Ins, and mm -hmm. uh, it's something that's starting to become more widely adopted where people of different areas of expertise and different areas of industry are invited to come and share about what they do and uh, essentially give a lesson to the students. Oh, nice. And uh, they do this throughout the whole day. 
And uh, originally, I thought, well, when I was invited, that I was being asked to just do one class. Oh, so they sought you out, is what I'm I'm getting at. Yes. Well, they. Oh, actually, very good. And in actuality, what ended up happening, they invited me not just to do one class, but to do three. Ooh, and you're gonna first... be running the school next year if they invite yeah. you to be the principal. And my first thought it. is, now I know how Pastor Shaddy feels when he yeah. has to give the same message four times as every Sunday. But that's right. He just does it with such. Great poison composer. Oh, I'm so sure I'm, you were poison composed as well. <laughs> indeed. Friend. So the very first class, I think, was the best. We ended up having two classes combined together. Mm-hmm. And so I, my first class had close to around 25 students, and they were active and engaging. And did you get central... any spitball shot at you? Because that's what I would have done if I was that age. No, I did not. But ah, then our second class, come on, I kid, step your game up. Well, in my second class, sadly, I did have two <laughs> students go to sleep on me. <laughs> I'm um, laughing because they would have s- slept if I was talking as well. Yes. Uh, Sometimes you got to sleep. Well, Doug, it, shout it out might... to you kids. We're going to name you by name if you're listening, by the way. Well, I don't think we're allowed to do that because of privacy Ooh. laws. Uh, so, yeah, whatever. Hence, that's why I don't have privacy, any pictures shmivacy. showing. That's why in the pictures I took of the event, oh. none of them showed the actual Oh, good students. thing. Yeah, because they're minors. We don't want to. Right. So you are Coal not... miners, by the way. <laughs> well, not that type of miners. All right. Um, but nonetheless, the teachers and the students, they were very engaging. And uh, the main focal awesome. point that I did, because I knew that there were a lot of presentations about technology, so what I focused my approach on is the power of the individual to make a difference for our community. Oh, my gosh, that's so perfect. we talked about what was involved, like Solidly my backstory, in your my, my testimony, showcasing how identifying a problem. Right. And the need. and Can't solve a problem if you don't identify it. And then, of course, coming to the find that mission. How are you going to do it? Who are you mm-hmm. going to serve? And then just executing upon it. And the most important thing is that as an individual, even if you don't have the backing of a lot of people or a lot of money or this, that, or the other, just start with the impact you can make. Because if right. you make a difference in one person's life, that's all that truly matters. And, of course, being able to really demonstrate well the application of faith into it uh but um, it's the seed principle honor we do we never know the ripple effect of one small seed planted in an appropriate place at an appropriate time so um when we think about these these little seeds that are being sown we don't know the impact so it's just an example of just being faithful where we are with what we have. And I, I, I heard a uh, message, man, this is years ago, but it, it still resonates with me. He was talking about the uh, woman that broke the uh, bottle of perfume over Jesus, and she, she did what she could, where she was, with what she had. Absolutely. And so, of course, uh, that, that was a really big joy, especially to be able to share. Oh, definitely. And uh, be able to impart onto these students. Although the, this is where... Shape young minds, as it were, yes. Andre. Look at you over there. Yeah, and of course, one thing I did see that there were was something that disturbed me. I mean, of course, it's sad anytime you go to school and you find the bathroom desecrated and broken <laughs> toilet seats <laughs> everywhere. Do they still smoke in the bathrooms, Andre? I, I think they uh, put an end to that. I would hope not. I'm old enough we had smoking sections in the school, thank you very much. They were technically outside, but... Yes, but here's where we get to the bad and the ugly. Okay, and, tell me, Andre. Um, so, as you, so of course, as we know, like I've already known from because Lake Mary Church has such a huge, uh, huge presence and a huge outreach when it comes to reaching students on, 
on campuses, especially right. in the younger generation. So, of course, I knew how centrally important that was. But mm-hmm. one thing I was not aware of, because this type of stuff didn't really happen when I was in school, was how deeply entrenched spiritual warfare is going on and how openly it's going on oh, wow. on the public school campuses. Mm. So the second classroom, which was right after the lunch break, so there, which really shocked me and it really saddened me to see. So and when I went to that second classroom, I was literally face-to-face with hate. Oh, Absolute man. hate. Terrible. Um, that So there was a student ex- expression whiteboard that pretty much the students had free reign to draw on there whatever they wanted to draw. And I was really saddened by these demonic expressions and depictions as well as advocacy of death to certain ethnic groups mm-hmm. and uh, also advocating the worship of demonic figures and presences. I'm, I'm not going to glorify any of this. So yeah, I'm not please go don't. into that type of detail. Other than that, it was but, delightful that, uh, that second class. Well, the, the sad thing is, well, yes, indeed, the, the kids were the, always a light, of course. But, I mean, just seeing that and It's lostness, man. It's absolute lostness. That that is going on. Yeah. And it really shows that, that sadly, there's a lot of organized hate that's going on in the... And the sad thing is that it appears that our school system is actively condoning it, that permitting this to happen. I mean, I get free speech and of religion but i mean there is a point where it transitions into creating toxicity and actually harming one another i mean and many people of my particular ethnic persuasion for example might find themselves intimidated or put off by the fact that this these type of depictions existed like i mean as you know doug i was raised jewish and uh i still by heritage a jew of course, having accepted Jesus, of course, as a born-again Christian. Messianic but, Jew. But, uh, I mean, the, sa- the fact that something like that could, I mean, of course, I'm pretty well mature, and I know that this stuff's going on, but, I mean, this stuff is literally designed to scare, intimidate, harm psychologically, and imagine. There's other students of those faiths that are basically being made to be intimidated and to fear for their safety, and uh, at the same time, that people are advo- that are actively advocating such harmful things, and I'm like, how are they learning to do this? How are they learning that hate should be the goal when, in fact, Jesus taught us to love one another? And it's uh, needless to say, it just shows the fact that we, of course, as a people, need to be active and open into being able to share the love of Christ not only to each other as adults but also to the next generation show this is what it means to like just to have good character mm-hmm. to- uh, and on that note Andre as you're sharing these uh, spiritual truths of how much the love of Jesus is sorely lacking and and no fault of these kids they're they're doing what they've been conditioned to do. So uh, yeah. if, if we could take that spiritual yeah. truth and... and uh, we got to pray 
hard. Oh, very hard. Very well, hard over that, our next generation because otherwise, because they have the potential to go down a very difficult path. And not just, as we've talked about from access to technology or not, but just from being able to have the right influences, the right mindset to be able to be successful and That's to right. be able to be world changers. that freedom That's exactly that can right. only come from knowing who Jesus is. And the thing is, we talk about this all the time, that not only do we need to pray for our enemies, but we need to pray for those who are even the farthest gone because we believe, and I know I certainly believe, that no matter how far away you might have strayed from God, that it is never too late to be redeemed because he puts that gift out there for each and every person that it's free for them to take. And many people think that they have to stay in that cycle because they have to do something to earn it or deserve it. But in truth, Jesus paid that price for everyone 2,000 years ago to redeem us all into his kingdom. And that's the same thing like with what's going on with the war in Israel. If all the Jews and all the Palestinians came to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior, none of what is happening in the world would be happening right now. World peace, because all of a sudden. That's right. Jesus is the key to world peace because God, through his son Jesus, did that by design to adopt us all. Say the word all with me, Doug. All means all as we uh, look in the Greek. And that's a. Into his kingdom. And that's an excellent way to look at our passage of the podcast. And this is from Ephesians 1 16 through 17. I read from the ESV because I'm holy like that. If you are offended by my, uh, my hate for all the other translations, you can send your hate mail to Andre. Uh, likes all the other translations at uh, gmail.com. Um, I don't think that's a real email address. Well, look, it, we can buy it. <laughs> so here is the passage of the podcast. I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him. And Andre, if I might, before you share your thoughts, that kind of dovetails perfectly to what we were just talking about praying that people know what's going on indeed the riches of his of his glorious inheritance and that's and the thing is is that it's there and it's available and the most important thing of course is that god wants to reside in your heart he is here with us and there's truly no greater joy than that that comes from him and what I would say to anyone who might be doubting, anyone who might not know or anyone who might be confused, like, what do you have to lose? The thing is, is that I remember there was a discussion about that there was a, a debate between a uh, one of the world's leading evangelists and one of the world's leading atheists. And uh, what he was asked, if I recall, was about if there was... If there was a God and you were to meet him once you died, what would you say to him? That would be a very deep question because the thing is, you can live for God 
not even if you don't know or see or feel his presence, the thing is, you live for him. What do you have to lose? Because living for God is living for a greater standard of living, following his moral principles and guidelines, and being able to be a positive force for good. And that is a excellent jumping-off point as well, because when, when we consider He's, that, yeah. it's in John 10 we read that um, Jesus uh, comes that we might have an abundant life, and, the, and that's the life that you're talking about, Andre. Yep, and of course, I myself have had experiences and coming to see God's perfect plan and God's perfect design as I've lived my life, coming to experience the fullness, coming to experience what it's like to have depression lifted off of me, hurt lifted off of me, abandonment lifted off of me. Um, it's truly it, something to behold. And the thing is, it's there for you. Like, you might be living, hurting, sad, depression, not knowing where to turn. What is the answer? Here's your answer. Pick you, up a Bible. Find a spiritual family. Find a church that will welcome you exactly as you are. And most importantly... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass the collection plate here, Andre. Go, Andre. Go, Andre. Okay. It's not It's not for me. But That's, you know the best part about everything, him. Andre? Yes. Is you get to co-host a podcast with me. The heck with all that other nonsense, <laughs> my friends. No. You have hit the pinnacle. There's nowhere to go but down from here. All right, so let's get into some tech things. Um, I think you should like this and, and take this any direction you feel because uh, I trust you like that, my brother. Okay, so this is listener question of the podcast. Sir Michael Philip Jagger weighs in this episode wondering, I can always get what I want, so how much should I expect to pay for a new computer? What, what are some things that uh, Sir uh, Michael needs to consider when looking for a new computer? Well, the good thing is, is that with the Black Friday and Cyber Monday deals all happening. That was the uh, smoothest transition in the history of of podcasting, my friend. Didn't you just say that earlier in this show? Well, second smoothest then. All right, <laughs> settle down. Stay in your lane, and I'll jump across this desk and give you five cross your lips. I don't think Jesus advocated for violence. Doug. All right, all right. Um, but uh, indeed, with uh, Cyber Monday and Black Friday specials, um, it's definitely a good time to buy because uh, many times you can get higher specifications for your dollar if you are in the market and looking to buy new equipment of course i always would recommend that if you are investing in a computer um, i would try to stick with either intel's i-series processors amd's ryzen series processors and of course the higher the specification that you get like the higher edition processor the more ram the more storage the more capable your computer will potentially be is the there a a rule of thumb as far as buying a desktop versus a laptop um, well, really, um, it depends on what you're using the computer for. Mm -hmm. um, pretty much desktops and laptop computers have pretty much become close to on par with each other. Um, desktops are a bit easier to upgrade mm -hmm. um, if you did want to get uh, higher performance capabilities in the future, like adding more RAM or possibly even installing a graphics card. And easier for uh, larger and, and more monitors, I'm assuming. Is that correct? Indeed, most desktop computers uh, tend to have capability for at least one or two monitors, 
And then you can always add a graphics card if you needed additional monitors, depending on the type of desktop. Most what are these powers. kids doing with all these graphic cards, Andre? Uh, probably gaming. And, ah, um, after all, get the, a job, you lazy kids. Well, you many times need multiple monitors for like doing your stock trading or Ooh, for. I've many, never traded that many stocks, by the way. Or customer service applications where you're doing screening on one, accessing a client database on another, running your cost offer on a third. Good um, gravy. Lots of professional applications. And You've talked me into it, Andre. I got to get me another Digital monitor. design and uh, <laughs> many other professions where having a multiple monitor set up ends up being uh, of great importance. Wow. So uh, don't count that out as just as gaming. There's many times that uh, having... You've convinced me, my brother. Indeed, thank Don't you. Don't you have a double monitor set up at the um, at the Christian Tech Center Ministries, uh, located, by the way, at 1006 West State Road 434 in Mellifluous, Strongwood, Florida, a.k.a. Longwood. Get a hold of Andre over there at 407-545-8090. And back to what we were talking about with the uh, computer buying. Well, indeed, oftentimes I even I myself have like 80 something chrome tabs open at once for oh. real legitimate reasons as you can imagine. Duh. I can't imagine. That's way too many uh what do we call them window? That's what we call them kids. <laughs> Keep up with us. All right, Andre, well Thanks for that. Oh, my gosh. Well, I haven't finished of... answering the question oh, well. <laughs> yet. So, of course, uh, with the big, the higher... The, There's so much information over there. Well, the higher the number of the hard drive storage capacity, of course, mm -hmm. that's the, the higher the capacity, the more files that you can save on your computer, more documents, more pictures, more applications, and the like. So if you tend to have a lot of pictures, do a lot of multimedia production, you definitely want to have a larger storage medium. Ooh, good and point. For optimal performance and durability, um, I would definitely recommend sticking with a newer style technology called a solid state drive, where they have faster read-write times and are more durable versus uh, environmental impact. So if you drop a computer with a traditional hard drive, you may end up just losing everything. You may wind up at Christian Tech Center Ministry saying, Andre, I can't believe it. I dropped my computer. Well, even, either way, you still don't want to drop the computer. No, you, well, um, <laughs> you're preaching to the choir, my brother. Yes, of course, having more RAM, the more RAM you have, the more programs you can open at once, especially when it comes to gaming, multimedia, more intensive applications. And, of course, the stronger the processor the processor is like the engine of the car, and so if you're doing intensive things, you don't want to get a lot of storage, a lot of RAM, and then get a Celeron processor or a uh, an Athlon processor because essentially it will be like trying to put spoilers on a Pinto, and that doesn't Ooh, work out too well. it sure doesn't. Nice reference. Nice callback to the good old days, Andre. And uh, um, indeed, stick with uh, reputable brands if you can, or, of course, a lot of times, even custom builds on desktops uh, like gaming towers, um, you might be able to find some really good values, especially for the gamer. But Bring Andre thing, a box full of parts and don't give him any instructions, and you will have a supercomputer in no time flat. As oh. long as the parts are meant to go together, Doug. And, of course, there actually is a good website oh, that can help you. Oh, this is so good. Um, so um, there's a site called PC partpicker.com that if you're trying to my put something website. together where you want to do something completely custom 
that you can actually choose your processor, choose your RAM, and find all the different components with, to make sure that everything that you have is meant and guaranteed to work together. It's a free-to-use dyna free dynamic resource, and it even helps you find the websites that you can get the best deals on the very parts you're looking at. This might be the greatest website in the history of websites. And, Andre, before we uh, get to the 29th minute, I'm watching the clock over there, you kids. You don't have to watch it. Um, we're guessing when you're buying more this, more that, more the other, you're looking at more cheddar, more money. Indeed, sadly so. Um, and, and but so the good thing is the part prices... On computer equipment, it has started to go down since the cryptocurrency craze has mostly oh, passed. Oh, good. Take that, crypto. All right, Andre, and you said that you have a special announcement, a surprise announcement, I might add, at the 29th minute, so Indeed. I'm going to filibuster here. So, well, well, of course, uh, we have Giving Tuesday coming up after oh, that's Cyber the best Monday. Tuesday. And, of course, uh, you're Wait probably... a minute. What do we tell people, Andre? Hit the give button until you're down to your bloody third knuckle. And that's what every single charity is around the world is telling you at the same time. But so don't, don't bloody your knuckles why... on theirs. Well, Dare here, you people. well, here's why we would ask you to support Christian Tech Center, because uh, we've been able to demonstrate the measurable impact that we've been able to achieve Boy, have in our we community. Ever. How many computers now, Andre? Over 700, That's Doug. That's astounding. And with the average retail price of a computer, that's uh, so far a total $3 trillion. Of, I did the math. Well, $350,000 in measurable economic impact Ooh. from running our nonprofit organization on a skeleton budget full-time. And, and Andre will squeeze a nickel to the glory of God. I promise you that about him. Indeed. So as many of these nonprofits that you see on TV only give around 10 to 20% for the benefit of their programs, we have been able to not only in invest this support into our operation, but from it be able to demonstrate a four to five times multiple in the return and being able to recondition this computer hardware get out into the community as well as doing our free tech workshops and our free computer repairs as well to help all sorts of people in a variety of situations of need and hardship plus other fellow nonprofits uh, for their programs just as an example we're getting ready to deploy uh, on one HP computers for a computer lab to benefit veterans in recovery through project rebirth in uh, and this is going to be in the northwest uh, Orlando area. Mm -hmm. So this is a project that we're gearing up and getting ready for, and so we're really excited to be a part of it. And it's just one of many opportunities that we've been given to be able to serve those in need and, of course, glorify the name of Jesus Christ while doing it in helping people with something that's so essential to be able to achieve academic success, uh, get a meaningful employment, and, of course, most importantly, to be able to elevate their quality of life and have those tools to be able to achieve that greater level of self-sufficiency. So, Yikes. of course, you can go on ChristianTechCenter.com. That's right. There's a donate button at the top right corner. Hit it until, uh, let's get down to your elbow. Come on. Well, um, sacrificial giving, if you are so willing, if you are so inclined, as you can imagine, we need all the help we can get. Even if you can't give money, if we, if you have surplus computer equipment, we're always glad to accept that so we can recondition to give out for our programs. And a van, and, by the way. 
and the van or even your time if we're always looking for volunteers time is good. to be able to help us in supporting everything that we do at the office and uh with that doug of course before we give our drawing here man i uh, wish we had a drum roll but we don't well the address of course of christian tech center ministries is 1006 west state road 434 in longwood zip code 32750 our phone number is 407-545-8090. And, of course, we are going to be closed for the rest of this week, Doug, for the Thanksgiving holiday. But our normal hours are Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 10 to 6, Saturday 10 to 3. And, of course, if you have computer repair needs, we also do computer repairs for the public on a donation-supported basis, which also helps support our ultimate mission. That is exactly right. So, Andre, do you... Man, that sounds like Buddy Rich. That's good drumming right there. With no further ado, I've said that twice today as well. So let's uh, skip the ado. And Andre, who is the winner of the uh, the television offering? All right, from so Christian Texas. We wish to give our congratulations. Yes, to we do. Samson. Samson. Congratulations. Well done. And we are Wait going a to hit a button for Samson. Do a random one, like crows or something. I don't know what these All ones right, perfect. are. I'm just going to hit good. a random button here. Awesome! <laughs> Did you po, that sounded just like you, Doug. Yeah, they might have um, got So, you. of course, uh, after the holiday, we'll be getting in touch with you to uh, get that TV to you. Um, so, congratulations and congratulations, thank you for listening Samson. to for our listening. show. Share the show. And, and people, as Andre stressed, uh, so much in, in the first part of the podcast, we need your prayers. Yes, your your donations are obviously well appreciated, um, and, and we will use them to the glory of God, but everything starts with prayer. So Yes, so please pray for us please. here with Christian Tech Center, and uh, also, right. of course, most importantly, pray for the next generation to be able to come and know the love of Jesus and, of course, please pray for the continued success of our mission. That's right. Give if you can. And, of course, we always till appreciate it whatever partnership is available because uh, this is all from God. I don't know how month after month we keep getting the support we do, but we're already 18 months in, Doug. And uh, this is only the beginning. And we continue to grow and accelerate our efforts and be able to help more and more people. And there's nothing like it. Perfect. And on that note, I would like to say that we are praying in faith that the sun will never set on the ministry of Christian Tech Center Ministries. So until the next podcast, God bless each and every one of you all. Until Let's go sayonara, time. right? Until next time. Until next time.